Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I am all in. More, more, more. I want to kiss you more. With Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. I got all misty on this episode. I got misty. I missed my sisters. I missed my family. Wow. I it just was like wow. The Thanksgiving it's one of the, the whole, best. The whole Thanksgiving thing. It really got is another Dan Palladino masterpiece. Another Kenny Ortega. Another Kenny Ortega masterpiece. And we'll get into the details of why I think, why I know that this was extra special episode. Yes. I think it's interesting that two iconic episodes, which I didn't realize until mm-hmm. we did this podcast, were both directed by Kenny Ortega. What's the other one? The dance. The dance. Oh, that was Kenny, of course. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm so sorry. No, yeah. Don't I, be. Don't be. I mean, it's like yes. two of the best episodes of the whole These series. Are, so he so he went back to back. I think was there one in between? Oh, there was, yeah, there was Yale, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was they shoot Gilmore's don't they then Yale than this. Wow. Kenny yeah. Ortega. So I have a question. Hmm. When you guys say like your top favorite Gilmore episodes, like how many are there? Because two back to back, like I'm stressed that we're not going to have Tara, like, how many the total best Gilmore ones episodes are there? 150 something. Oh my God. 153 total. So I would say there's 10 for me that really stand out. Maybe, maybe a little bit more, maybe 10, 12. Yeah, I, there's, I don't know, they just keep getting better. 
They're so good, and then you don't think they can top them, and then they just get better. And this one was a prime example. It's like, and and better in a in a different way, though. I mean, it's like showing, you know, different, uh, you know, different variations on their writing style and their tone, and you know how they treat the holiday. And Mm -hmm. what I think is very interesting is how they treat Thanksgiving in this town. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you get to juxtapose that on how you do it and how the rest of the country does it. And it's just, yeah, it's just so unique and wonderful and, and interesting. So anyway, let's get started. Hey, everybody. I'm Scott Patterson. This is the I Am All In podcast, our Radio 111 Productions. We have our ball club, Tara S. Hello, Amy Sugarman, the one and only, and Danielle Romo is joining us as well. Um, and this is what, episode nine, season three, episode 10? Season three, episode nine. Nine. A got it. Fried. Got it right the first thing. Yeah. Deep fried <laughs> Korean Thanksgiving. Wow. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Wait, wait, before indeed. we get into it, mm. are the Kims vegetarians? And I just didn't fully ever like give them that. Oh. Because they made the, eggless all, egg salad. Because all the tofu. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess so, right? <laughs> they, they must be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe Miss Kim is. Yeah. Also. Yeah. The open, uh, you guys. First of all, happy Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Should I give Number- us a synopsis? Oh, we- yes. I and got so and, and you know what? Before we get too far down the uh, away from the station here, the train's pulling out. Let's <laughs> let's have Danielle, our conductor, collecting tickets, <laughs> making announcements <laughs> of stops. <sighs> you know, I do this for everyone listening because they are very, very adamant about having a synopsis no 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 you need it episode. next stop hartford connecticut <laughs> next stop new haven go ahead danielle that is so good there you go. all right there you season go. three episode nine a deep fried korean thanksgiving synopsis lorelei and rory's thanksgiving day is packed as they have committed to four dinners lane and dave's relationship takes a Big leap forward. Mm-hmm. Suki is upset because Jackson is frying a turkey. And Rory tells her family she applied to Yale as a backup. Oof. Kirk adopts a mean cat. Best part of the show. <laughs> Plus, I missed that. What was that? <laughs> Kirk adopts a mean oh. cat. Plus, Dean stands up to Jess after seeing him kiss Rory oh, God, right in so front packed. of Luke's. Yeah, it's oh. packed. You know, Amy, you're going to have to organize this, man, because like, I'm, I'm just going to go off on everything. That's why but I want to just... start with the fact that they were watching Grey Gardens. Did you guys did you guys know what that was? I, I did open. not know what that was. And okay. all I heard was Kennedy and eccentric Kennedy family. And I thought, oh, that's fun. So, but I didn't know I'm what sure it was from. We'll, Tara will fill us in later this week on pop culture. But so Grey Gardens was like two things so it was a, it was like a documentary mm-hmm. about those two women that were related to jackie kennedy and they basically were like kind of highfalutin ladies a mother and a daughter a very mm-hmm. highfalutin family and the husband leaves and then they just live in this gray gardens mansion for the rest of their lives together with just like cats and newspapers yeah. and yeah. like so then okay so it was a documentary on the real ladies and then they made a movie with drew barrymore and jessica lang Mm -hmm. like recreating the documentary Mm -hmm. and i was like so disturbed by it like i where were they living where were they living in like some one of those fancy places on the east coast were they in cape cod were they in hyannis no the hamptons or something i don't know we'll have to learn more i can only just sort of paraphrase it so they were just like completely 
Botso, Bafo, they went, they went, they went cuckoo. Like they were pretty much together. Like they had their, they were fancy people, fancy family. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But once the husband left and the mother and the daughter are just thick as thieves and it just went weird. You know, and then this crew comes out to the house and discovers it. And it's all like broken down right. and they're oh it's just so no it was no, like no nobody's terrifying. crazy nobody's crazier than the rich right nobody i mean you know that old joke <laughs> that the comedians they tell that old joke every time the aristocrats you know, need, you know that joke the aristocrats yeah i don't know it but i just know you don't it. know that joke no but these are nutty rich people so kind of lost their money so there's a joke there's a joke that all of these you know it's like the most famous and the most fun joke to tell because it's like complete, it's like you can just say anything, right? Because the punchline is the the aristocrats, like that's the punchline. And I, I you know, I, right. I, I know, I, I saw this movie, and it's like you wouldn't believe this film I saw, and you know, and I don't want to get into it, but it's all X-rated stuff, and you can just say anything you want. You can say the most <laughs> disgusting, gross things that people are doing to each other, and all this kind of things. And then you That's you can go on for ten minutes, and people are laughing. They can't can't believe what's going on, what the, what's coming out of his mouth, how X rated it is, the whole thing. And then he goes, he, uh, "Ask me what the name of the movie was." And they say, "What's the name of the movie?" Says, the Aristocrats. Seriously, it's so true. That's kind of great right? gardens ish. It's almost like they were so quirky and kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But when I I want you guys to watch the Drew Barrymore version because it like almost freaked me out. Like I was like, I don't want to watch this ever again. So when they so were why would so we want to see, why would we want to see it once? Because I need you to. If you don't want to see it ever again, if it was that tra- dramatic <laughs> I need you an experience, experience, didn't I talk about the bad Ben Affleck movie that I need everyone to watch? What, to tell what, me it was terrible. Like there's a lot of them. So which one? Paycheck. Paycheck. The, no. Deep water. Deep water. Deep it's, water was it, pretty bad. Do, who's in deep water? Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas. And I thought it was. <laughs> One of the oh. worst movies I've ever seen in my whole life. Wait, okay. the scary one? Yeah. His, it's very yeah. recent because he just was in, in a relationship it's, with her. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. atrocious. It's such a bad movie. And I'm uh, a big, I like Ben Affleck. Yeah. I almost wanted to stop watching it. And then I, I like had to convince myself, don't give up. <laughs> don't give up. Like try to see what happens. And it's so dumb. Did you think it was dumb, Tara? Yeah, I just, the whole time I was like, if this was real life, this relationship would have ended like five minutes into the movie. <laughs> anyway, back to Grey Gardens. So I want you to watch Grey Gardens. So so in the Gilmore Girls, they're watching the documentary one. I watched the Drew Barrymore one. Mm-hmm. I need you guys to watch either and tell me if it just freaks you out. All right, so we're going to, we'll check it out. Let's, uh, let's get this horse out of the barn. From yeah. <laughs> also, the monkey lamp had a purple shade, which was the first time I noticed the purple shade, but could have been there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we uh, basically, go we end. go from that scene into the kitchen at the dragonfly and we see Suki preparing and we, uh, we start to understand she's not going to be at the inn for Thanksgiving. So this is sort of setting up the, the situation. And that she has a really bad OCD. Boy, she was really just, <laughs> just piping hot, out. wasn't she? Jeez. <laughs> Yeah. It's not comfortable seeing our beloved Suki that angry, right? No, it's not. It's like, what is the deal? She was really steaming. We know she's a control freak about her kitchen. Well, you got to be, right? I mean, that's all the greats are perfectionists. And, you know, if you're around a perfectionist, your life is going to be hell. And let's let's face it, <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if, if it's their baby, it's, uh, it's going to be hell. Um, 
but yeah, it's, she was very, very nervous and it was not, but she really, you know, it really paid off on the drunky, drunky drunk scene, which was total, total (laughs) epic genius acting. We we will get to that, but it was so legit. No, I'm there. I got to it. I'm there. I'm right there. I'm waiting for you. I'm there. We don't have to talk about it. Let's jump back to where she's being kind of. So we're in the kitchen at the uh dragonfly and Emily bops up and Lorelai doesn't really realize she's behind her. Funny. And that's how we set up that they will be having Thanksgiving at the Gilmore's also. Right. So we start to get the gist. But wasn't that funny? There's going to be four Thanksgivings and that Richard and Emily are going to be gone through all of December. Mm-hmm. So we also learned that little tidbit. Love that. I love that scene when Emily comes up and, and Lorelai didn't realize she was actually there. She goes, oh, what are we in high school? Yeah, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, they look behind you. It's Joseph Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> Question, question about the inn, yes. just because I'm blanking. Is it already the dragonfly? Ooh, and that's a, me. It's a, I've been calling it the dragonfly. It's the yeah. I, sorry, I just like oh been Googling. God, I'm Tara. like, <laughs> thank you for the correction. I'm like, did I, I miss like idiot. five episodes? <laughs> no, you totally have it right. It's okay. the Independence Inn. I'm so sorry, everybody Good save, who Tara. wanted to Good scream at their podcast. No, these fans know. They know. <laughs> They would yell at us. And I, but that's I, like, the second time I've done that in this pod, like not this episode, but like in the run of our podcast. I, I, I have it. Like, I apologize. Independence in, and I also thought they sort of. I did have one criticism. There's a shot of the Independence in mm-hmm. that establishes that that we're going inside. Mm-hmm. The shot looks like a frozen picture. It doesn't have any movement. So I'm like, did they just like find a picture, a still shot? Like, so y'all need to rewatch that and tell me if it looked fake or like a frozen image to you guys. Okay. After, after we delve into the gray gardens thing and watch that obsessively, then we'll go back to that. Yeah. We'll we'll just watch that. Okay. And also this is going to age me, but like sort of, it reminds me of Newhart. Do you remember Scott? Like on Newhart? I do. The house? They show the house? Yes. (laughs) For the the over forties in the group, maybe maybe that was intentional. Who knows? Kenny Ortega, he is a genius. Come on. Anyway, so we go to biology class now, Uh and we've got all the kids in biology class. So tell me what you think. And that's how we learn Luis's dad's in jail. I don't know that. Um, what the heck was that? Oh, (laughs) Jesus. Letting a little, letting a little okay, that's there you go. Um, that's a science class right there explaining what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> this episode feels very pop culture episode y to me. <laughs> Anybody there's nothing else? Wrong I know, with that. Like, there's like, nothing wrong with that. Uh, you know? Off the hook. Come on. Yeah. Oh, I mean, right off the bat. There was right? like doing pop culture, we'll get to it. There was so much. I don't think we could even include everything. No, we'll do it. We'll cram yeah. it in. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Shout out to AstroPro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off and I need something that works fast. That's where AstroPro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. And it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Plus, it is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. AstroPro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. So if you suffer from allergies like I do, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief 
with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet— you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. So, you guys, this is where Paris is having her sort of like Mm. meltdown because she can't get a position volunteering on Thanksgiving and she's Mm -hmm. like losing her bleep over it. I love that the soup kitchens won't even hire Paris. (laughs) Just like, nope, sorry. (laughs) You know, this is a very realistic depiction of a person who is filled with anxiety about meeting the requirements, just the basic requirements for getting into Harvard, because it's very, very, very difficult. And everybody is valedictorian or salutatorian. They're the top, top of the food chain. Everybody's an academic superstar that goes there. They need to know that you're going to fit in. And and the more I see of Paris, the more I think that she's very capable mm-hmm. uh, of, of, I mean, she's almost a prototypical Harvard ex- acceptee. Yeah. Because yeah. she's a leader. Totally. Um, the, the only thing, and, and the only thing that I would 
you know, there's a long list of criteria that they look for at Harvard. And, and one of them is that you can take on mentors, not to get too far off the track here, but it, you know, it was, it was interesting because we're looking into colleges, you know, I'm looking 10 years ahead in colleges for my son because uh, he's doing so well in school. So we're, we're having to really sort of readjust our whole, you know, life plan, where we want to live and what we yeah. want to expose him to because he's, he's showing so many. Do you have um, to think about sending him to like private Yes. School. Yes. Yeah. And that was a discussion yeah. we had last night uh, because of the, the size of the endowments and the quality of the teaching and the money goes well, right to the students. How would you feel if he wanted to go to boarding school? I don't know that that's going to happen. I think you can go to day school. You don't have to board. Yeah. Right. So yeah. we would have to yeah. move to that oh, area. You move. Oh, that's well, smart. sure. So okay. he could come okay. home at night. Right. So he we would yeah. see him at night. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. Yeah. You save money and you don't have to worry. And, you know. Yeah. You know. And so. Anyway, um, I do like the boarding school aspect of it because it really prepares those kids to go off to college. And if they're going to Harvard, that's a super competitive environment and they're not going to be ready for it if have, their mom is boys and girls. You know? Chilton could have easily been a boarding school also. Right. It, yeah. it has right. that same sort mm -hmm. of It sure does. Vibe. So mm -hmm. I think, you know, anyway, that's just a sort of a what Amy would refer to as a sidebar, which is legal, <laughs> no, legal we, term. We, we love a sidebar. Sidebar is like Jamie, Jamie, Jane, did I just call it Jamie? Uh, Amy is the judge. And <laughs> she calls the lawyers us, up for a sidebar, right? Sidebars gives us, gives us life. So <laughs> on that whole thing, I did have one question and you all give me your opinions and maybe it's just because Chilton is so small, but is it not a little bit, unrealistic that the four girls paris rory louise and madeline always have their classes together oh, <laughs> like, yeah i'm always like wouldn't they be in different but i feel like if it's, if it's such a small school then maybe like everyone in the grade just has like all the same classes yeah mm -hmm. but there's more than 30 kids in their grade <laughs> yeah i don't know kids it's just a little small flaw so i've got two flaws in this episode and I apologize, but, here's but otherwise a, I think it's perfect. Here's the first time I noticed that this episode was edited differently and directed differently. It was the it was the snappy back and forth, the little uh, uh, punchlines, the little jokes, the little yeah. comments coming out of Louise and Madeline, the little stuff. And it was just, it was, you know, my the clever meter was going up to 10. It was really and we, fast and funny and witty and clever and sharp. Didn't you say um, Dan Palladino wrote this one? Yeah. He writes like that. Yeah. And so imagine we've mm -hmm. got that writing mixed mm -hmm. with Kenny Ortega's directing, which is so like a film. Right. right. It, it, so yes. And it was just breathtaking how yeah. quickly these scenes happened and how quickly these lines were delivered. And the editing really came into play, especially yeah. uh, in the living room scene with Richard and the French couple and a and at the dinner table. So all of these jokes really, you know, all these great lines popped even more for me because of the editing. I just was just, for for me, it was the best edited episode and, yeah, you know, one of the best written. Yeah. Uh, for anyway, me, it just gonna, moved. It moved That's so why, because they were cut, cut, cut back and forth. Boom, 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 boom. They didn't let the camera linger on anybody. And it was and all this I back never, and forth. I never had a moment of like, oh, we still have two more Thanksgivings. Mm -hmm, like sometimes mm -hmm. in shows, oh, gosh. you're like, oh, yeah. this one's yeah. like, give me more, oh, give me four. more. Yeah. Jam-packed. Yeah. Plus the ending scene. I was just, there's <laughs> right. just a lot. Right. A lot. Because they, because they didn't linger in any one location. They just, it moved, move, move, move. And they left before you wanted them to leave. 
they left at the height of the humor and then they went to another place, right? And then they were what? out and out and out. It was great. What year is it in real life again? Is it 2003? No. Two. So 2002. 2002. So Kenny, Kenny Ortega goes on to do High School Musical mm-hmm. in 2006. Mm-hmm. I have to imagine, and hopefully we're going to have him on. So Scott, you got to ask him this. If this really helped prepare him to make High School Musical, because oh, I no. have he, to imagine he it was, did. He was, he was well prepared for High School Musical way before Kilmore. So he was just already like a genius director by oh, the time God, you guys yeah. had him. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's, he, was, he's, he was Kenny Ortega back then. Did yeah, he bring like a, pocus. he has such a light about him. Uh-huh. Like mm-hmm. I have interviewed him before mm-hmm. and these episodes have that. They mm-hmm. have that same like there's, high school musical energy, both the, the dance episode and this. There's a, there's a real seamless, smooth kind of popping energy yeah. to, to, to the Kenny Ortega stuff. It really, it really does take on his personality because he's kind of yeah. light and bright and quick and funny and, and full of laughter and, and competence, you know, the thing you get it from Kennedy is he really knows his stuff. Yeah, I totally mm-hmm. agree. There's some, there's sort of an energy, but okay. Yeah. So yeah. we're, we're going on and we are now at. Because Oops. I'll tell you the rest of those schlubs, I don't know where they got them. <laughs> God, Kenny came in, just made them all look bad. Didn't they? They all stunk. <laughs> Wait, I do think we realize it's to, it's the autumn festival. We see some signs about the autumn festival. And I thought there was a shot of a gallery store. This is sort of how we realize Kirk's getting the cat. He's at the <laughs> Le Chat Club. And they show like an art gallery or a gallery that I don't know that we'd seen before. Tara, do you, did that look familiar? You have to go back and look. Mm-mm. No, I don't know. Yeah. No, so we see, okay, so this is where we learn Kirk got the cat named Kirk. <laughs> his reasoning was not bad (laughs) i had to give it to kirk right for naming his cat kirk Kirk. but how about his line in the very top of that scene no there are still items left in the store (laughs) he was correcting i think i heard that i was so focused you bought everything in the store no no rory there's still items left in the store (laughs) when my mom calls cat kirk human Human kirk Kirk. Uh Oh my god! <laughs> and I like how Lorelai and Rory like helped him realize, like, oh, it's gonna be really confusing calling, like, when his mom calls, and he's like, oh yeah, thanks. Right. <laughs> so, oh. Yeah. oh my god, it's it totally reminds me of like a Saturday Night Live sketch, like where yes. you're like, mm-hmm. is this guy a <clears throat> character on SNL? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's uh, just pure. Brilliant. I also love how Kirk always has this like underlying like story, his own storyline. Like, I feel like he's the only other character besides like the main characters that has this like whole story. And you're like constantly wanting to know what's going on with him. <laughs> like, and he also like can have a scene by himself. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like in that scene, like Lorelai and Rory were there, but it, it was 100% all about Kirk. Totally. And it was, you know, like it's. I love him. At what point <laughs> does he get a 5150? I, <laughs> because he's insane i mean give me a break is he not insane i think maybe the morning after sleeping in the gazebo at night i mean <laughs> he's truly like he's out there right i mean let's just look at it from a, you know a real human perspective i mean does where does he fit in the only place he can get away with this stuff this behavior is is in that town who just yeah, thinks he's hollow. It's God, because it's so, so full of love and acceptance 
that he's not love this guy's nuts right we love him so much he's so harmless because he's not dangerous he's not a dangerous guy only to himself with the cat well not really i mean you know come (laughs) on the bandages right but he's just a very gentle lovely soul who's incredibly insane i mean he's just so whacked out love him it's it's so great it's so great so we go into the diner and actually so this is where they talk about Thanksgiving. And at first mm-hmm. she tells Luke she's not going to be able to. And she sees how disappointed and she changes it. But did she order a French dip and cherry pie? Who mm-hmm. ordered that? My notes say French dip, cherry pie. And I'm like, that's, I don't think that seems like something Lorelai would order. But I guess that's what she orders on Wednesday. What's wrong? with Why wouldn't she? She's a, she's a, you know, she's a, gar- she's a garbage truck. She'll eat anything. <laughs> I was more focused on the fact she, that Luke was so sad. I know, me too. Uh, he didn't anything. want to show it, though. He didn't, but you can tell. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of Lorelai. She looks like, and first of all, I must say, the blue eyes really came through, <gasps> like piercing through Man. me the entire episode. I agree. And her hair was like fair faucet, like throughout the whole episode. And like, I don't know how I, right. Cool. She looked, she, she did. She looked like a Charlie's angel. Yeah, she did. She's, so freaking she cool. looked like Jacqueline Smith. I agree. Like her sister. Yeah. I, I mean, agree. it was like, whoa. Um, and the blue eyes, just like the raging yep. blue eyes, the, the the piercing, the piercing of the blue eyes. Um, I don't know how I could have mistook those for green. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Maybe when I look in her eyes, I just see money. Well, you in know? person, they could be more like blue green, but I don't know. Maybe the way the light was hitting, you know, those days that I was looking into her eyes deeply and then i learned not to do it because it was too people with blue eyes depends what they're wearing they might you know like sometimes they're wearing a blue shirt their eyes are blue good good or you know good what do you have i got you what do you have brown scott me me no danielle i can see yours brown tara has brown no no. scott blue yeah blue (laughs) same as (laughs) yeah blue Mm -hmm. anyway okay so we we come to we now know they're going to four dinners and they they either in this scene or the scene shortly after they acknowledge like they've been training for this they can do this they won't eat rolls there's some mention of tums and those being amateur pills and then they're they're in Dosi's market so Lorelai goes in I think we fast forwarded to I think it is now Thanksgiving mm-hmm. And this is where Lorelai goes in because obviously Rory doesn't want to go in because of Dean. And then here comes Jess and there's the kiss. I will say the timeline of this part really threw me off. It went quickly all of a sudden it was Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was like, oh, it's now Thanksgiving and they're buying flowers. Like I I thought they were buying flowers a day before. There was a, I agree that there was a, there wasn't a super clear transition. Yeah. You kind of have to go, oh, okay, I got it. It's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Because they're dressed up a little bit. Yeah. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. 
Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. So what did you all think of Jess and Rory? Well, I, I liked what happened bef- before that. You mean the little lame kiss that she got accused of? Uh, like that's so a, no, that comes later. Oh, that's so the lame kiss that, in front of the thing? Oh, she didn't want to go in and, and Lorelai has a scene with Dean. That's right. Exactly, Scott. Mm-hmm. Dean and Lorelai have their very sweet moment while simultaneously yeah. Rory and Jess are kind of making out and she doesn't, she, they talk about PDA and that we shouldn't flaunt it to the town. I, 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 I re- to not kiss in front of Dean. Right. Yeah. Specifically. Right. And I, this is a very nice scene. This really showed the character, uh, you know, the kind of the kind of character that that, that Laurel that that Lorelai is. Mm-hmm. That she's going to go mm-hmm. in and she's going to say, "Hey, you know, I still adore you. We can still talk and be friends. I can still be there for you as a friend in this town. It's a small town, you know." Yeah, um, that line where she said, "Like even though you guys broke up, we right. didn't." Like I, right. I actually really love yeah, that. She right. says, we don't have Doesn't to mean avoid we each other. Yeah. And and, and the relief on his face. I mean, it's a very touching scene. And I think mm-hmm. that says everything about why the show is so appealing to so many people is because that doesn't happen. You know, yeah. that, that, I mean, yeah. I mean, actually it does. It does. And it's nice to see it. She calls the town their own teeny tiny hamlet. Mm-hmm. 
Didn't she say that? Mm-hmm. I didn't get. I'm read Hamlet, so I don't know if the no. Reference. She didn't mean Hamlet in the the sense oh, of the play. Uh, Hamlet is another name for a town, a small oh. English town, a tiny oh. Hamlet. Welcome to me being dumb. <laughs> no, 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 no. But <laughs> I didn't know that either. <laughs> Thank no, no, you it so had much. nothing to do with uh, uh, the Shakespeare. No. <laughs> Which I immediately thought, oh, there must be some reference of Hamlet. I mean, because if it, there ever is a reference to Hamlet, then you will not shut me up for the whole <laughs> two hours. No. We know you know your Shakespeare. No, no, no. They also got, which is so amazing, because I have this chocolate turkey. Turkey. Oh, okay, so they got chocolate turkeys, and first she got cranberry sauce, which I also brought this can mm-hmm. of cranberry sauce, which canned cranberry sauce is not really my way to go, but no. this is, so what month is it now? It's like June, right? June. So... I have a chocolate turkey all the way back from <laughs> November. So I Googled, and you can like eat chocolate for up to a year, but this is a question we have for you, Scott. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to ask a bunch of other people this. How do you eat a chocolate turkey? With your face. <laughs> With your mouth. <laughs> like, would you like go for the head first? I think you would. First? No, I you think. take one of those mallets and like, what do you do? <laughs> I think you just bite off the head. Was I think it the that's, head? That's, how you, got, that's how you rock a chocolate turkey. <laughs> when they got to Mrs. Kim's, wasn't the head missing? Yes. Yeah, that's she, how no, Lorelai no, eats it. No, she, that's how Lorelai ate it, and she gave her the wrong one. That was hysterical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This reminds me very much of beheading the butter swans. <laughs> right, right. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What was that? Like, rune. 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 Oh, good oh, times. My God. This one has no head. Oh, sorry. That's that's mine. Here, here. we got that one for you. <laughs> so good. <laughs> that was great. Oh my god. Oh my god. So, we want to know from everybody: How do you eat a chocolate turkey? I would not bite it because to me that would be like leave my slobber. So I think I would like hit it with something. What? It's not a lie. Are you sharing hit it with someone? Hit it. What are you talking about? Hit it with like a like a little malady thing so what? i could break it so i could have little pieces of the chocolate turkey if i i don't is leave it, my slobber behind even if i'm not sharing it is just it bite the head off what, what's hollow. wrong yeah. of course hollow. you're gonna bite the head off you're a head head. Good tail first amy if anybody on this panel's a head biter it's you give me a break <laughs> I, don't, I would not i would not bite into this so everyone please give us feedback i would <laughs> Go right for the head, full slobber. Just do it. Just, just end it. You know. All right. So Lane's Lane's Thanksgiving is number one. What did you think? Hysterical. Lorelai's entrance, saying hello, Mrs. Yim, Mr. Yan. Mrs. Yeah, you know, she, she knew, knew all the everyone. names. She knew everyone, <laughs> but she didn't engage them, and she did her like. Not her. It wasn't condescending. It was just like, we're in a rush. We're busy. This is the first one or second one. That was the first she one. She just paid her dues and made sure she said hi to everyone. Right, so that way right. she can just head out after. But she just, she knew everybody, which was yeah. kind of nice, you know, uh, and very funny. I thought the through. The tofurkey I, got me. The which oh. one? The which one? The tofurkey Have really you got had me. Tofurkey? Has anyone had tofurkey? No. 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 Also, Dave, I just love that he was oh just playing the whole time and he was just he happy is? to he's so sweet. He's so cool. Like mm-hmm. honestly, mm-hmm. so too. cool. Yes. Yeah. And he did have the best line in the whole thing, and nobody's gonna usurp me. Nobody's gonna steal that best line from me because that's gonna be my best line, and you know what I'm talking about. So don't mess with me on this one. <laughs> I, I own the line, you know don't. what I'm talking so. about. Don't 
mess with me on best lines I and steal my line. line. And, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm going to go first on best lines. I'm just establishing that now so that I can own this line. That's that's fair. Don't you steal break it, my, you buy it. Don't steal my line. You break it, you buy it. So Lane's outfit was amazing. Why? Adorable. She just had a really cute Thanksgiving look. Now, am I going out of order or does the kiss happen now? No. No, 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 no. no, no. It's at the end of the episode. Thank you. So overwhelmed. All right. So we've got one down then. So they they have to gag down the tofurkey. They wish they didn't. That She thought she was going to be able to hide it. Mrs. Kim had eyeballs on her. And off we go. Got eyes on her with the napkin. She wasn't able to dump it. She had to eat it. Eat it all. That's bad. (laughs) So we go to Suki's and here comes the deep fried turkey. And my first question to you all is who were all those guys? Did you, okay. So that's my question. Did you ever envision like Jackson to have that group of friends? He's a vegetable no. guy. But was it family? Was it friend? Like who was it? It was, I don't know. It was like a biker gang. It was, like, it was so out of left field for me. It I'm like, really I, was. I did not know how Jackson hung out with One friends like that. One dude looked familiar. Like we might have to zoom in on there's like a group shot. One dude looked familiar. The rest I'm like, I don't know who any of these people are. But it was, hyster- guess- it was hysterically funny. I just assumed it was his family that we've never met. That was just my guess. But it was so random. I, I guess, maybe it was a brother and his friends or his, I, I don't know. It, yeah, that. but it was... It was not beyond the realm, right, of possibility. Right, because there's and, more people in the town, and they've obviously got friends. Oh, it's hysterical. He, when he comes out with a turkey on the chain, right? <laughs> they go, oh, you got a turkey! <laughs> <laughs> I love that she was, like, at, at the table with the plaid blanket, just kind of like, I can't believe this is happening, just starting to drink. Right, right. But deep fried turkey is so good. Like, you, oh, you've had it? Yes, I've had I don't think I have. fried turkey before. Have oh. you made one? I mean, I haven't, but I've had it. Really? The Romo family makes. Yeah, my my uncle always makes a turkey, and he does too. He does a smoked one, a fried one, and a fried one. Really? I don't like smoked. I don't think. Well, really, good, delicious. It's great. Next time we all get together, I'll bring some fried turkey. Yes. You mean the first time we all get together? Anything fried is good, guys. Come on. I like roasted turkey, like in the oven. That's lame. Like traditional. Oh, is that lame? Oh, is it Danielle? Oh, it's lame. <laughs> oh. Lame. Just very ordinary. What do you guys think of the fact that the next day with the leftovers, I dip it in mayonnaise? Does that make you oh, like, yeah. mayonnaise? What are you even? Stop it. Stop it. No, it's supposed to be like gravy. Oh, for God's no, sake. I'm out. <laughs> do you dip your french fries in mayonnaise too? No, oh, stop. That's no. awful. Okay. Awful. <laughs> Do you like not like mayonnaise? Pretty much stuff? chicken salad. I, I don't like condiments, chicken period. And mayo. Oh, <laughs> no. True. Gravy. Gravy. But when you think like of mayo like... just like on the side of your plate, like to dip, it just oh, doesn't sound oh, as appetizing. No, yeah. Stop it. Mayonnaise. No. Oh. You guys don't ever have artichokes? What's that? I got do. To artichokes. Yeah. You dip the artichoke leaves in mayonnaise. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> oh you're killing me. <laughs> you're killing me. You don't dip broccoli in mayonnaise? I don't dip, dip no. anything in oh mayonnaise. God. You know what I use no. mayonnaise for? This is what I use it for if I make tuna fish. Tuna fish sand- broccoli? sandwich. Bro- yeah, broccoli? Oh, that's, that's broccoli? just vile. Can you dip it in mayonnaise? That's awful. Stop it. Just like, no. When did oh. you do like ranch? Oh, good God. Thank you. Somebody just put in our chat. Oh, I thought Easton. everyone dipped. Thank you, Easton. Broccoli? We are oh, going to have no, no, no. two polls oh, this week. Oh, I'm gonna, Please I'm go gonna. to the Instagram now because not only are we going to discuss how do you eat a chocolate turkey, we're also going to decide <laughs> no. mayonnaise 
or not. Who's and somebody you dip your broccoli? I kind of want to try it. Who just so typed <laughs> deep water is a work of art? Is that Easton back there? Oh, yeah, that that's was Easton. from the beginning. Is that a, <laughs> he goes, T. Scott, that's what we call a callback. That's a callback, well baby. Okay, so now we're heading to. Had to, to change the subject oh, wait, somehow. Just real quick about Suki's. Did the location of her home throw anyone else off? Like, if you, if you, at the end, not really. When they pan over, like, her home just seems like it's in the middle of the town. I thought it was always kind of close to town. Remember, Scott, you kind of well, told us that like things are closer to town than we think. I thought, yeah, it, it, they are. I thought it was next to Mrs. Kim's. Yeah, I think it's it was like just Mrs. Like that. Kim's, Suki, and then Lorelai's okay. house. I need to watch it back. But basically, when they were walking at the end of the night, when they said hi to Suki at the very oh, yeah. end, that threw me off because I think that the was it that's the right. Church? It is really close. The church was like right there, and I was like, wait a minute, hmm. where are we? But I, maybe well, okay, so so the church is on the opposite side of the high school. Okay, and then if you go, if you pan right of the church as you're facing the church, then there's the gas station, there's there's Rosie's gas station, Rose Abdu's gas station. What, what's her name in the show? Sorry. Gypsy. Gypsy's Gypsy. gas station. And then you, the first house is uh, Kim's Antiques, and then I guess it's Suki's, and then it's Lorelai's. Oh, okay. I always knew Mrs. Kim's was first. I just didn't know the... Yeah. And then across anyway. the street from uh, uh, Lorelai's is the movie theater where they go and watch movies. Oh, yeah. I need to know this. What? Did you guys ever in a scene accidentally call each other like your real life name like, you know how you just said Rose, but you meant Gypsy? Like, and sometimes no. I have to do that where I go, like, say Alexis when you're talking about Alexis, say Rory. Like, I always want to just call her Rory. Like, nobody ever was doing a scene and they're like, Scott, get back here. And then he's all, I mean, Luke. Like, mm, no. <laughs> so no, no. Um, that, that, oh. that never happened to me when I was shooting with Can anybody. You, did now. anyone ever call you the wrong name or like, that would have been so, like, I would have not thought. How do you screw up Luke? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, I could easily have seen myself saying, being in a scene with Lauren and trying to say Lorelai and then listen, like, Lauren. Listen, man, they're so close. When you, when you, it, it, how can I compare? I, I want to try to help the the listening audience imagine what it's like to to go into the belly of the beast. You know, to go into a scene, to go through the rehearsal process, and then. You know, here we go. We're gonna sh we're gonna do a take. We're gonna really we're gonna put one on film, right? Yeah. And it's exactly like. Have you ever watched the uh, professional bull riding? Uh, no, but I okay. know what it is. Oh no, but you've seen it on TV. You've yeah, seen those or, cowboys yeah. get in there, and they there's a bunch of guys holding the bull, and there's guys holding the gate, and you get on, you strap in your your one hand, and you're like, you know, there's all this tension, and all this nerve. It's like, oh my god, it's really gonna happen. They open the gate, and it flies out. That's what it's like. So you're so the, so the point I'm making is you're super concentrated. Yeah. Your your focus and your concentration yeah. is so intense okay. and so sharp that you that you're so in that moment because it is life or death. It's just like a bull rider. And you don't want to get kicked off that bull. So you stay on that bull as long as you can and there's bucking and bronking going Good on those things. There's a lot of bucking and bronking. You know, they're trying to bump you off that horse. Uh, the, right, the, I would imagine, especially bull. like all those different things coming at you. There's a lot of stuff coming at you. So you got to stay going and got to stay on the bull. Delivered and, oh. But it's exciting. It's exciting to like, <clears throat> you know, when they knock on your trailer door and they go, okay, they're ready for you. Camera's up. And you're like, oh, wow. 
then the music starts playing in your head. You're like, okay, here we go. We're going to go, oh we're gonna go kill this scene. We're going to nail this scene. Then you get on set and you're like, oh, stalking around. Does it give you like adrenaline? Oh, God, yeah. That's oh why you're God. so tired and wiped out at the end of the day. Because yeah. it's that, that, that adrenaline just pumping through you while, you know, when they knock on the door. They're ready. Camera's ready. Oh, my God. Ready for you, Scott. And then you just like, Tara, Danielle, have you guys ever been it's in really like, cool. a show? It's really cool. I've been have on you guys set. Ever, but like, were you an actor? No. Like mm-hmm. an extra? Me either. Danielle, I was you... an extra extra once. On I think I've show? actually talked about it on this, on this show before. <laughs> um, it was for some weird movie that my friend was a PA on. And it was like this party scene where they just needed people to like play beer pong and like chug a beer in the background and so Perfect all of us casting. in college and our friend was like everyone show up you get free booze like let's go oh take it back i've done a music video yeah what so i was definitely video? which one this band r5 who was signed to disney at the time and r5. they were like we need I remember r5 them. yeah like ross lynch they're like we need party people in the back and so i was same thing that's why but never i've been on a set but never like on the set like, oh i mean yeah yeah yeah. yeah, so we don't really know what it's like. Knock, knock. We've never had a dressing room. It's really exciting. Yeah, no dressing room. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> it, it, it's probably the same feeling that musicians get when they walk That's backstage and the crowd is roaring and the lights go out. And it's like, I was thinking that too. Their hearts are beating and it's like they've done it a million times before, but it's still exciting as hell. Right. And they get out there and they just like, because you want to do great. You know, you want to do great. And it's like, it's like if you're in a scene with Lauren or you're in a scene with a bunch of, you know, uh, actors on the show, um, man, I tell you, it's like it's like your athletes out there and you're sort of you're not competing against people, but you want to do well for yeah. the team. You know, you yeah. want to you want to make everybody great. You want to be great. You won't want to miss your cues. You want to execute and do well. And it's like, that's how everybody is on that set. That's how they were on that set because the work was so crucial. It was so important. It was such an actor-centric um, show. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the, the performances needed to be delivered and they had to be delivered with verve. You know, it had to be really, really concentrated. So there wasn't a chance anybody called anybody by their real name. Oh, Oh no, that would have been evidence that somebody is just not like in the moment or not concentrating. It's like, what? You know, if somebody called me by my real name, I would have slapped them. I said, you know, start (laughs) focusing, get in focus, you dweeb. What are you doing? Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. And vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plants can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. 
If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Speaking of calling you by the right name, Luke, we're now (laughs) heading to Luke's for... Thanksgiving. Uh, so uh, <laughs> this is where you and Lorelai have your stop bringing the flowers, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And they all go back and mm-hmm. forth. And uh, Kirk's there. Babette's Luke there. Luke loves that banter. He he was waiting for he it. Well, what a crank yeah. face, though. What a, what a total <laughs> yeah. crank. Right? He purposely doesn't have a vase. Yeah. Because he yeah. wants that conversation right, right. Every, every Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's the only way to her heart is to give her give her a hard so, time right that's, it his, that's his mo they waited for so jess and luke waited for rory and lorelei and then they're like well, we didn't really wait for you like uh, it just worked out this way you know and then that's <laughs> where everyone's like a lame-o kiss half-ass kiss <laughs> they refer to it as a couple chickens kissing each other <laughs> oh, yeah. i just yeah. died <laughs> oh, wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute can we uh can we just honor the greatness that is sally struther amazing oh Darling, that wasn't much there. of a kiss. Yeah, you gotta put a little something into it. It's <laughs> so brief and it totally uh, stands out. It's it was amazing. a lame kiss. She was so funny. <laughs> so good. <gasps> Sally. The other one, I think she says something about very uncool cat. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, right, about right. Because Kirk sitting there was like, his, 65% his... of my body is scratched. <laughs> Also, I'm so confused why when Luke uh, and Jess got up that Lorelai's picking food off of Luke's plate as if they don't have four oh, dinners oh, to go oh, wait, to. Hang on. I missed that. Hang on. That is, okay. That's one thing that I thought of last night after I watched it. How, why Lauren is yeah. Lauren. That's why she's so good. Do you know why? Wow. Do you know how many actresses would have done that? Not many. Zero. Yeah. No, there would have been some, but only the top people do things like that. And let me, let me explain why. 
because it was in the dialogue, right? She wanted more marshmallows. Can you, and so he went and got more marshmallows. So right. she took the marshmallows off his plate. So that oh. gives her something to do that says now something. That is, yes. So she's A, she doesn't have to eat because she doesn't want to eat in a scene and deliver all that dialogue. She doesn't want to chew. She doesn't want to swallow. She doesn't want to try to match it. But she wants right. to be active with her fork. Wow, so a great, so a great, it is a great actor. Look, acting is all about making the choice. Wow. The genius is in the choice. And that was evidence that, that Lauren like knows her stuff. Like few people know their stuff. Wow. It's like, how do I make this active? That's how cool. do I connect with Luke in this way to make it familiar? And like, we're family. Right. Cause she's just taking the marshmallows off his plate. Right. So it made it sort of cozy and homey and it felt yeah. family ish right and and that's the kind of relationship because it's not going to bother him they share everything it's like that's kind of love it's like she's expressing her love for him by just take feeling like she can take the marshmallows and not once did she take a bite of those marshmallows never she almost brought she brought the fork a little bit like up and that's when sally the cue was for sally and she turned around like the kiss you know you put a little more into Mm -hmm. it and she was holding the fork up she never took a bite and i just thought that is genius that's how you act in a scene and connect with the other actor who's not even there saying so much with your actions um and i i mean i just you gotta hand it to her you gotta take that off to her because there there aren't a lot of actors that are going to do that or even going to know to do that and that is that is her actor brain looking at the scene breaking the scene down saying I'm going to do this because X, Y, and Z. And there's a million different positives that flow from that. Right? So there you go. Bravo. Very cool. Bra- best, best example of great acting. Um, I think that I've seen her do in a couple of episodes. Oh, wow. Of all so the great stuff that she it. does. No, 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 no. I was not. Because it's real life. She was yeah, act- I was going to say, yeah. it, it makes it more it, real. Yeah, it's real life. It's that just, little stuff. I just kept thinking, how are they going to eat all this food? That was like all I was going through my head. (laughs) But I mean, you know. (laughs) I I love acting. And those little details are everything. It's all in the details. And she she does does the details. It makes the viewer more comfortable. It does. Yeah. Yeah. It really it, it, it. it makes it just so real. Yeah. So, okay, we're yeah. heading to our fourth Such and final. Such a small thing that you barely notice, and it means so much. Right. You know, it says so many things. So, very impressed. Very impressed. So, we are now at the Gilmores. The My two player. notes, as before you guys discuss, is one that is John Aniston, Jennifer Aniston's dad. Jennifer Aniston's dad, dad yeah. Also mm-hmm. known to many as Victor Kiriakis on Days of Our Lives, literally for like forever. And I thought it was so hilarious, the piano player. And she's all, that's Brad. I found yeah, him at from Nordstrom. Nordstrom. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, I don't think I don't think oh. Nordstrom has piano players they anymore. They do. Oh, do they, they get rid of them? They, are, they do not exist anymore. Yeah, they don't. Is that because of COVID? No, before COVID, I didn't see any. They used but to that have definitely that was like a thing. Yeah, you it was. walked into yeah. a Nordstrom and there was a piano player. <laughs> so, okay, here's like a story. And then she said, Freebird. I don't even know if I'm supposed to tell. I don't even know if this is like a whatever. Here's, I'll just tell you the story. So my mom worked at this time at Nordstrom. She was like a personal shopper. And she remembers on September 11th, 2001, it happening. She was in the store. And I think she like managed the store sometimes. And she went to the store. They, They remember going to the store manager and saying, this is so 
major. We cannot have this guy playing piano right now. We need to close the store mm-hmm. and everyone go home. And they did. Oh, my oh. God. And that's how I knew the piano players were still around because she remembers being like, we cannot be walking around the store with this piano player playing this music like mm-hmm. everything's fine. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, taking you back in time. Peeps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <sighs> on that note, yeah. Natalie and Douglas, Claude and Monique are all at the Gilmore's and uh, they all start chatting and Lorelai only knows Lady Mama Light. <laughs> French girl was actually, she thought it was funny though. Totally. That, so that was okay. Uh, uh, but Lorelai's that Richard was mortified. <laughs> this is one of my favorites. I, oh no, this could be Scott's. I'm hopefully not. Something about the mother's wit. I wish she'd give it back. Right. Oh, yes. <laughs> With Emily. <laughs> that was really, that was the best scene in the, in the living room. That was the best scene of, the yeah. episode i mean I it was just so great it was so, so funny and the cuts it, back and forth real fast cuts back and forth to everybody it was and like you always say it's so highfalutin with the ceremonial oh. carving and the like oh. the juxtaposition between like thanksgiving at luke's and thanksgiving at the gilmore's is mm-hmm. like oh my god mm-hmm. and the bell for dinner <laughs> yeah <laughs> Also, she was like ding 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 and all of a sudden all the food came rushing out and then he only cut the the ceremonial slice it's like a cake at a wedding like he he literally like cut a little slice but didn't even pull it out he's just like i'm done the full family brawl with company like oh my god And the poor lady's like, sorry, I didn't mean to bring this up. (laughs) (laughs) So awkward. Just so awkward. And yet, like, don't act like no families have family brawls on Thanksgiving. I swear, like, 90% of families have to have some sort of family brawl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I remember remember when I was a kid, my mother used to pound her fist on on our... My dad's parents' uh, dining room table, and because they were arguing about politics, and oh uh, we'd get up and leave, oh yeah. uh-huh. and walk out. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just remember them arguing over Nixon, and my mother was just pounding her fist on the table. She said, "I don't remember what she was saying, but after that, children, we're leaving." <laughs> that me. I couldn't, I couldn't go, but I did have a friend. My friend Bennett invited me to his Thanksgiving once, and he literally put in the text something like. There will definitely be like a brawl over politics, like right. dressed yeah. casual. Like, right. <laughs> also, by the way, just fun fact: Nordstrom got rid of their piano players in 2011. Uh, so, uh, yeah. was it was it like too expensive, or I just like nobody? I wants didn't read piano. the full article while we were talking. I just, <laughs> just looked it up. <laughs> I was they really have, curious. Like, music jamming in there. Yeah, okay. they so, do. So, what did you think of the Yale like, bombshell? Yeah. I think Lorelai was in the wrong on this one. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. But it made for a good scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't, uh, right. you know, it, th- this is what happens when things are unresolved, right? I mean, the the the, the, ro- the nerve endings were still raw from Yale. Right. Emily didn't really make any kind of, um, you know, she didn't, she didn't really uh, offer an olive branch. She didn't offer, I mean, but Emily was so great at Yale anyway, and she was really being right. very rational about the whole thing and right. they're just really looking out for uh, Rory's bench- best interests. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I think I agree with you, Tara. I think it was a little over the top, but I understand her how raw her nerves were yeah. at that time because you know it's just, and it, it, no kid applies to one college. No, I yeah, know, I know, I know. Yeah, but, but it, also, it's the fact that they held just, they they hid it from Lorelai. I think that's what angered her. Even her own daughter hid it from her, so she felt like. You know, I would be out. a little sad if I was Lorelai that I didn't even know my daughter applied to Yale. But right. also, right. like, you can tell that Rory likes Yale. You can tell there's a little spark there. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm kind of upset at Lorelai for not acknowledging that and not like, and not saying, you know what, maybe she does actually like Yale. Like, maybe just have that conversation with Rory. Do you actually like Yale for you? And right. aside from grandma and grandpa, like, for you, do you like Yale? And if so, great, then I'm going to be behind you. Right. But she's just kind of putting a big red X over it without yeah. even, Well, that's like, that's because seeing. that's where they wanted her to go. And Yeah, but at one point, they do don't you, want, like, they don't want put to... your pride aside? Right. I, I, I agree. And that scene when Emily's like, "Do you really hate us that much?" I'm like, "Oh, that was devastating." That was that was there was no comeback for that. I mean, yeah, sure. I also did. You tell your parents every school you applied to. I did. Sure. I guess they have to pay because yeah, it's like cough up the bucks. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah, because like even I went to a Cal State school, but like everyone you apply to, you still have to pay for each one Mm because it was like the UC system and yeah, the state. Like you had to pay for each school you were applying. There was one like. From what I remember, like a general application fee, and then each school was an additional payment. So mm-hmm. I wasn't paying for it. Yeah, I mean, it sort it sort of seemed like a big fight over something that really didn't need to be. But mm-hmm. I think Scott's right. She's so it's such a hot button for her, and she's so mm-hmm. triggered by it. Yeah, she kind of came around towards the end. She's just feeling very. I don't know. All at once, she's feeling this sting of how her life turned out or how she was treated because her life didn't turn out the way Richard Emily wanted it to turn out on so many different levels. And it's just really, you know, the Paladinos just really set up this world where any touch points were going Mm -hmm. to trigger Lorelai. And I think Mm -hmm. that's brilliant. Mm -hmm. And you can justify it. You can always justify it, you know? And uh, I think that's you know, the ultimate purpose of, of having uh, Richard and Emily so deeply involved in, you know, just about every episode. Um, yeah. Whereas, uh, you know, normally they would be treated as secondary characters. They're not secondary characters at all. No, right, um, no. So, yeah, I mean, if if, if, if that's, you know, that it, it's just fraught with landmines for, for Lorelai walking back into that house. She knows she's going to get triggered. I would say yeah. after... Lorelai, Rory, Luke, it really is, you know, and whoever the boyfriend of the moment is, whether it's Dean, Logan, Jess, it really is Emily and Richard. Mm-hmm. They are the most prominent Abs- like, in the in the series. Absolutely. I mean, you could even yeah. argue and, you know, I think the, uh, you know, think think what you will of the episodes, the Netflix episodes, you know, those things mm-hmm. uh, that mm-hmm. that really, you know, vaulted Emily yeah. over and above everybody else except for I mean and put and put her on the same level as the uh, L- Lorelai and and Rory. Yeah. Danielle has no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> I know. I don't. Oh, you haven't seen the episodes. I, okay. She doesn't know I haven't anything. seen the movies. Nothing. It's nothing. Right. 
Uh, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. So, okay, so now the kiss. I'm sorry I got all screwy on that before. So we've got Adam Brody, who is but, just... But, oh, sorry, sorry, just, just to say... The, that that dinner scene and that living room scene beautiful editing job mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just it was like the 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 hitting the ball back and forth and you know when you're at the net and it's just like da, 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 and you're hitting back and forth with somebody at the net and it's like this real fast motion that's what that was like that was right great. that camera boom onto this person just, onto this person onto it this was person, so onto this person. great it was I so agree. great so great to watch yeah anyway go ahead sorry no, don't Adam. Mm -hmm. So now we're with Adam Brody. I love him. I literally love him in this He's just part. Such a gem. It's it's like their first real date. Mrs. Kim pays him twenty bucks. This is where the kiss is, <laughs> which I thought she played it cool too. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh, yes. 
<laughs> I love how everyone was like, cool. I love how he's like, I'll put this $20 towards our first date. I was like, that's oh. so cute. <laughs> you got me, Dave. You got me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think consider this they're they're on a date, but it was adorable, the whole thing. And uh, and and uh, spawned uh, my favorite line of the whole episode when she You wanna tell us now? I yeah, I will I will tell, tell you tell now because now. I don't trust that somebody's not gonna steal this when we get there. <laughs> I'm gonna get hosed. Uh, so I'm gonna just spit it out right now. Uh she runs, he's surprised, he says, Man, you're a fast you're a quiet runner. <laughs> 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 he was he was just like wow you're a, you're a quiet runner that <laughs> was brilliant what a funny line and i love then so now we see lorelei <laughs> and rory walking and they're going back to luke's oh gosh so pit stop at suki's though <laughs> yeah me. that's right okay so that's Suki's right. drunk yeah. so let's talk about that oh man Hammered. She finally Hammered. loosened up, though. Hey, <laughs> master class in great acting right there. That's how you play drunk. Yeah. Because there's different levels of drunk, right? You know, there's the Foster Brooks drunk and... <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, let me just love it. You know, there's that, and then there's, you know, there's mildly drunk, and then... She really walked a very fine line. She walked a tightrope on that one. Yeah. So, like, it it was hysterical. This, they were in the same exact position, too, as like mm-hmm. seven hours earlier. <laughs> yeah. right. She was still totally. at that picnic bench. Yeah. Right. Was this when they were deep frying everything? Yeah. yeah. The shoes. Everything. The shoes. Everything. The shoes. <laughs> oh, my God. But weren't you with Melissa? Weren't you hanging on every single word? Oh, yeah. See, totally. that's the sign of a great actor, actress is that you're just hanging on every single world, what she's going to do next. You're so focused on what they're going to say next, and you're delighted by everything they're doing. Well, and I love that we're coming back around and we're revisiting everybody again, mm-hmm. briefly, that we've had mm-hmm. Thanksgiving with. Right. So. Well, there's nothing else to do in that town. Isn't what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think made Rory kiss Jess the way she did? Was it like the lame of I think it's before? his hair. Or was it? For I think me, it was. I think it's his hair. <laughs> I think I think that's what made her go wild. I, mean, he I think it was Babette. Like the fact yeah. that Babette knew, she was like, "Well, I guess it is what it is. Like everyone knows this is happening, and I'm just gonna kiss him." Yeah, yeah. and also like the the whole like, "Oh, I don't like PDA. I don't like PDA." But right, like, just right. like, come on, like just give me a kiss. Yeah. I don't know. Like I think I think she realized like she was being weird. Where did the kiss happen, by the way? In front of the diner. Thank yeah. you very much. That's why she felt like right, she she, she she could let a little bit of the animal out, you know what I mean? Not right. knowing home, that she felt comfortable in it home. Not knowing yeah. that Dean was around the corner. Oh. You got a Taylor Dozy antagonist to Luke and a Dean dumped. You're not going to be hungry for the Jess lips. Yeah, you're going to wait. You guys, Dean. Yeah, talk about it. Talk oh. about it. The- oh. My God. Talk about uh transition from goody two shoes to yeah. bad boy. Yeah. 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 Ooh. You didn't expect that from him at all. No, I didn't. But now I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like now just like because the last episode, Rory was climbing into his room being like, I hope you you aren't mad at me one day or whatever. And now he's just like filled with rage. And I'm Listen, just like, oh your guy code is you know, you don't pull that kind of stuff that Jess pulled on him. You don't do that. 
and that's going to get you pounded. Where I come from, you get beat up for going near somebody's girl or, or trying to make you look bad in front of your girl. That's just a fight. You know, that's just a physical fight right there. Somebody's getting their ass beat. And I will say it was really telling when Dean said, this is hit, like, this is my town. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So I, you gotta, right. you gotta respect me, you know? Right. So, um, he deserved that. Jess deserved that. I mean, he, he was not being a good guy. He was not being a nice guy. Look, all's fair in love and war, but you know, Dean never really responded. He never really yeah. backed him off the way, you know, old school says this is you gotta back this guy out. You gotta blow him out of the equation. You gotta do it in a way that is definitive. You know, it's not being quiet yeah. and, you know, stewing and it's like you gotta show your girl, right? That's and old do school. Do you all like that, Dean? That Dean that just showed up? Abs- everybody likes that Dean that showed up. Oh my up. God. I, I don't, don't like it. No, I don't. I don't like it at all. Are you kidding me either. after no. what he went through? No. no oh, because- this, see, this is where the generation gap comes. Dean, this is where the like generations differ. Or no? No, I do not like I this don't Dean. either. No, no I do- you don't either. Wow. No, not at all. Wow. We got our, another controversy wonder- on our hands. Well, it could be a male, female, female thing. thing. Yeah. I just like to oh, me. You think? I, <laughs> <laughs> it's three against I, one. You lose. <laughs> yeah, Dean, I thought it was a little aggressive. I bring it on. Yeah, Come on. and bring and it so on. like and so not Dean. I feel like it's not his character to be like this, and I don't like that he is like I'm going. Let's fight, man. It's like yeah, that's yeah. not Dean. You know what it I just mean? Felt, like if it was. It was if it wasn't as aggressive and just like a conversation, I think I would have taken it differently. But like he literally just came out of nowhere when earlier that morning he was kind of calm with Lorelai. Like suddenly mm-hmm. something happened mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving. Maybe it was just seeing this kiss. But yeah, and then when Jess said um like he's not gonna react because of Rory, then it was like you saw everyone's characters changing or their, you know, yeah. in that yeah. moment. He was like, I'm not gonna react to you because of he doesn't want to mess it up. I liked Jess in that scene. Yeah, I, I, did too. I did too. I was sort of team Jess. Like oh. I would have loved to see Dean ride up like to Luke's diner in like the the sickest car <laughs> with like a girl in the car <laughs> and him roll down the window and be like, "Screw you, Jess and Rory!" Right. Like that would have been cool to me. But this whole like by the garbage can. I don't know where he's can, getting the car. Or the I don't know. Yeah, he, where's he, he, where's made, he getting he that? Gave Rory well, a really Stars nice Hollow one. that's available somehow. <laughs> No, because know. you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Me, Danielle me. wants him in like a convertible Porsche. <laughs> right, I do. Right. I want right. revenge for Dean, right. but like not in this way. And it's like this Pamela way. Anderson. Right? Right. It's like Pam Anderson. Of, I was trying to think of like who's the perfect girl. Is, Pam, is it Pamela Anderson? So, you, But Scott, you like this tougher Dean. Well, that's that's your Chicago boy right there. Yeah. You know, I was playing, I was being the nice guy. I was, you know, I was domesticated Stars Hollow hybrid guy. Yeah, and I met this fantastic girl, and she just put me through the meat grinder because this, yeah. you know, this little salt-off wonder hair boy came along and just messed with this manipulative sort of sociopathic kid. You know, just messed up my whole life, and you know, he's probably he restrained himself long enough to look right. good, to be the guy, and even right. that wasn't good enough for Rory, right? So right. it's like, look what Rory is doing to these. These guys, she's twisting them around. Their personalities are changing. They're second guessing themselves. They're they're restraining themselves because she's so extraordinary, and they just want to be with her so much. And you know what? That's what happens between guys when something 
is lost like that. When you're 17 and you're in love and somebody pulls that kind of a number on you and you lose what you think is going to be your future, yeah. If things he's are gonna, lost think, it. not in his mind. But now he's getting now he's getting mad. Now he's getting mad. He's gonna fight. Now he's yeah. gonna fight back. So here's my question. And how it's not too late. The conversation. True. What's the what? How much of the conversation with Lorelai earlier that day do you think influenced his rage? Mm, a great question. I was thinking none, but I think it was the kiss. I was thinking that the conversation with Babette affected Rory more of that, or sorry, with Lorelai. Um, when Lorelai was like, well, he's going to move on too. I think that's when Rory realized like, I should just kiss him because oh. like, he's going to move on and find a girl. He's not going to be single forever. So she might as well move on too. But I didn't think anything of the dozies conversation. Yeah. I didn't either. You really have to watch this show to the very last second. Mm -hmm. You know how like, it's one of those shows. Cause like, I, I know I'm so repetitive and say this every week, but like the biggest thing in the episode happened in the last three minutes. Mm -hmm. I also think we noticed uh, Nancy's Cottage Calicos for the first time. Just saying. I'm assuming it's a fabric store in town, but I've noticed. So I had two new spottings this week in Stars Hollow. Just saying. What? What's uh, next week? Uh, uh, I don't know. What's next week? Danielle. Oh, oh. That'll do, pig. I don't know what this episode is. Season three, episode 10. My God, that was a, that I was. A, wait. I don't know. That was a that was a much uh, that was a very spirited uh, discussion, wasn't it? Yeah, this there's so much in there. He's blabbing like, on for an hour for, twenty. Jesus, you could go on. Just blab on forever. <laughs> this episode, there was so much. We better wrap it up. We're All right, kids. Time. All right, so let's do favorite lines. T Tara, go ahead. It wasn't a specific like favorite line, but the whole back and forth about the flowers was probably my favorite. Just banter from the episode. Gotcha. Yeah. Danielle. I said it earlier, but Lorelai to Dean, just because you and, and Rory broke up doesn't mean we did. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Is that a funny line? Was that funny? <laughs> it's not funny. It doesn't have to right. be funny. Is this best lines or funniest lines? Best lines. Okay, so we changed it. So it's best lines. I think it's always been best. All right. I okay. mean, I don't want to like... It just becomes the funny ones, I, I think. I think they're mostly funny. I will say, for, at the very, very five, last five seconds of the episode, Kirk sleeping in the gazebo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You have to give an honorable mention to that. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just my... like, good night, Kirk. <laughs> just like, a, it doesn't phase him at all. No. I think I have, I, I've said mine, uncool cat, which I think was Babette. And then you have your mother's wit. I wish you'd give it back. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I think I'm going to do uh, honorable mention is Babette's, uh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta kiss was lame. You got to give it something. Oh, yeah. She's just yeah. such a Her delivery. We didn't, get, I did, I, we didn't get into it. We'll have to not do it, but maybe for, for everyone listening to think about would they have had a brawl that big in front of company? I feel like no, but maybe it just the wheels came off and it was out of control. I think it's touchy, so maybe. Yeah. Because yeah. Richard was like, I haven't talked about it since that day. Right. Like, he's like, I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, debate, but, but that's that amongst your friends. But that's exactly the kind of scenario that that makes Lorelai sick to her stomach. All yeah. that pretentious. And now, now you've got a French couple and, and Richard speaking French. And she was just, she was probably gagging. Yeah. Like, you've got to be kidding me, people. <laughs> These are my parents. This is what they aspire to. 
It's like they'd rather be French or British than, you know, good parents to me. The guests were pretty cool. They were great. No, absolutely. (laughs) But it was how she saw her parents jumping up and down because, you know, there's a little culture in the room, you know. Right. For God's sake, you make me sick. Where were you when I needed you? Right. So she doesn't respect them at all. And she doesn't like them at all. And that's really apparent in this episode. So, you know, that's what makes horse races. So what? All right, that's it, everybody. Thanks, Danielle. Thanks, Amy. Thank you, Tara. Uh, Wonderful discussion. Deep fried Korean Thanksgiving. And that's going to wrap episode nine, season three. We'll see everybody next time. Thanks for downloading. Best fans on the planet. Stay safe, everyone. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, ScottyP.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, ScottyP.com. Grade one specialty coffee. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.